You're about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 5, Episode 12. My guest today is Sindhu Satish. Sindhu is a manifestation life coach. And you may or may not know what that means, but you'll soon learn if you stay tuned. Ready to hear more about Sindhu and manifestation life coaching? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 5, Episode 12. Episode 12. That makes 97 episodes of the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, and we are closing in on number 100. My guest today is Sindhu Satish, and Sindhu is a mental health advocate who teaches self-love and manifestation using the laws of attraction. If you know what I'm if you know exactly what I'm talking about, you're going to love listening to Sin talk about her coaching, her practice and her experience. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, this is well worth your listen. So, let me start by saying Sindu Sin as she goes by can be found on Instagram uh, at life coaching with sin. Uh, she also has an Instagram page called Fifty Shades of Sin. She also has a website called Fifty Shades of Sin dot me. Now, this all sounds quite interesting, and it was quite interesting to me. And you'll notice in our conversation or my conversation with with Sin that I do a lot of pausing and thinking and trying to get at what she's getting at and trying to to bake it down to something that's understandable for people who don't have experience with manifestation or the laws of attraction. But let me try to state it simply. And I'm going to tell a little story. I actually remember this vividly. I ran into an old friend, a high school friend, a couple of years back, so it was pre-COVID. And I saw her, and we were talking about how you know life can sometimes be a challenge and not quite what we hoped it would be when we were back in high school. And when we were speaking, I, I, I made a comment that, you know, that I believe everything happens with good reason. Everything happens. Um, everything turns out for the best. You just kind of need to stick with it. You may not understand things when they happen, but there's always a silver lining. Now, I said that. I'm not sure I always mean that, or I always practice that, but I try to. And I said this to this high school friend of mine, and she she responded to me, um, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, Mitch. If you actually believe that, it will happen. And I was like, so wait a minute. Is it real or is it not real? Is it simply a matter of believe it and it will happen? Or truly do things actually work out for the best? And looking back on it, I'm quite sure that this high school friend of mine was right. I think she was absolutely spot on when she says, you know, things have a silver lining. Things work out for the best. Things happen for a good reason, if you believe that. Because it, 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 one, thing, one thing precedes the other. If you think it, if you believe it, 
it has a good chance of happening. Now, why did I tell you that story? I tell you that story because when I spoke with Sindhu for this podcast, I, I, my wheels were turning because what she was saying about manifestation using the laws of attraction is exactly what this is. If you, first of all, you can't just believe, like, I want to be a marathon runner or I want to lose 30 pounds and it's not just going to happen. But positive thinking, um, thoughts that yield a positive result have a much better chance of actually happening if you practice what you preach, if you truly believe that things work out for the best and good things happen to people who feel, who think positively and that there are silver linings even in terrible situations. So if you listen carefully to my conversation with Sin, you will see that that's what she practices. And she's not just a a preacher or a motivational speaker. She actually works with people to get them to visualize the positive, visualize what they want to achieve, visualize what they want in their lives, and to take practical steps to achieving them. I think I've given you a good overview of what's about to come. So without further delay, here's my conversation with Sindhu Satish. Sindhu, thanks for being with me today. My pleasure. How are you? I'm doing great. So, Sindhu, you also go by Sin, so I will That's call correct. you Sin or Sindhu. Um, sure. But you're coming to me today from Luxembourg, correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct. I'm in the middle of uh, three countries, Belgium, uh, Germany, and France. <laughs> and I'm coming to you from New York. And I notice from your accent, and of course, we're doing this, <clears throat> we're doing this recording on Zoom, so I see your face. You look like you're from India, maybe. I am. Um, I am. I am originally from Mumbai. That's where uh, I grew up. Uh, Since then, I have lived in two other cities, which is Manchester. I went to Manchester to study, and then I lived in Seattle for a bit, and now I'm in Luxembourg. (laughs) So before I ask you about your travels, let me just, let's cut to the punchline at the beginning so people know Mm -hmm. why we're we're speaking together today. So Mm -hmm. tell me, just give me your your high-level um, executive summary, elevator speech, if you will, um, about about um, your coaching. Of course. So in a nutshell, I teach uh, young professionals and expats uh, self-love and manifestation using the law of attraction. And uh, in a nutshell, the law of attraction is basically a law that helps you attract the things you want. Uh, and there's this punchline, thoughts become things, uh, which basically means the things that you're thinking about the most come to you. So I'm here to discuss all of that with you today. I love that. Um, Thank you. So before we get into thoughts become things, which is something I believe in as well, mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about your, your your background a little bit. So you're, you're very well-traveled. Tell me how you became so well-traveled. Well, I think it's because I live in Luxembourg. You know, ever since I moved to Luxembourg, I think I've been to about 22 countries uh, because we're a really, really small country in the middle of Europe. And uh, it's so easy to get to so many countries in Europe uh, from Luxembourg. Uh, I traveled uh, quite a bit even before, but after coming to Luxembourg, I traveled a lot. And uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so how long did you say you were, you've lived in Luxembourg? 
I've been in Luxembourg for almost five years now. Okay. Uh, I complete so, five years over the next few months. So, okay. <laughs> so you've done a heck of a lot of tra of traveling once, once you settled in Luxembourg. Yes, that's correct. Because we're a really small country and it's quite interesting, uh, you know, because we drive to Belgium if you want to go to the next IKEA or, uh, you know, there are also a lot of people where I work coming in from France and Germany and Belgium. So it's, it's quite nice. <laughs> how did you how did you end up settling in Luxembourg when you started in India? Uh, well, I was, well, in was it was it university? And, uh, was it family? Uh, so my husband and I moved to uh, Luxembourg from Seattle. Okay. Uh, that's how I landed in Luxembourg and I've been here for a while and I love it. <laughs> well, I actually also love Seattle. So um, you, hmm? you've actually experienced some great cities along the way. Yes, I have some rainy cities, but yeah. Yes, <laughs> very true. Um, yeah. It's funny, Seattle it's, it's, Seattle is a rainy city with a very, I call it a rainy city with a positive vibe. That's true, for sure. And Manchester as well. It rains a lot. There. I studied there. So. <laughs> well, you know, the positive vibe thing gets us to manifestation in a way. So um, yeah. that, that's a, um, an unintentional um, dovetail, if you will. So tell me, how did you become a life coach and how did you start practicing manifestation? Around uh, six, seven years ago, I read this book called The Secret by Rhonda Byne. And uh, it really had a very positive impact on me. Uh, so what I tried doing is I tried using what she had written in her book to different aspects of my life. And of course, there was a lot of uh, trial and error. I had to do a lot of extra reading, but it was for fun. You know, I enjoyed uh, the process and I started manifesting a bunch of things in my life. And uh, friends started asking me, uh, family started asking me, so how did you do that? Uh, you know, can you help us? So I thought, yeah, why not? These are my family and friends. So I started guiding them with uh, small examples. You know, if they wanted to attract a text message from somebody or um, if they wanted to attract an interview from a particular place. So those kind of things. So it started ma working. Manif yeah. Manifestation is, just, just for those who aren't familiar with it, manifestation is basically making what you want to happen happen. Exactly. In a nutshell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You attract so, what you really want. Yeah. Okay. So keep going. Yes. Yeah, so I started uh, helping these people to attract what they really want in life. And uh, I also created a Facebook group. And I think this was around eight, nine years ago. And uh, there were only 20 or 30 people. But uh, later on, a lot of people started joining in. And I think today I have about 4,000 people uh, in the group. So I started helping these people uh, with uh, different aspects of the law of attraction. And then I started writing on Quora, which is a question and answer website. And uh, they also had this video component back in the day, which was very helpful because I used to post a lot of videos on how to manifest things similar to what I do on Instagram today. And uh, it reached a lot of people. So Cora was a website. I mean, it is still a website. Cora, I'm just not I, so I, active. Yeah. Every time, every time you Google a, a, a question, one of the, re yeah. one of the, one of the uh, results is a Quora, um, Quora Q&A right? yeah. chain. Yeah. So I'm with you. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, Sakura was super helpful because I could reach a wider audience. And uh, that's how I started having people who are not family or friends approach me. And they used to ask me, uh, you know, do you have a course that I can do? Uh, you know, I have an issue with XYZ situation. So is there a way you can help me to solve it, etc. So what I did then was I created my own course. So this was basically a bit of reading that I did. It was some personal experiences. So my course essentially is a one on one course that I do with people. It's spread across five sessions 
sessions and each session is about 20-25 minutes where I teach them a step-by-step approach to applying the law of attraction and to manifest the things that they truly want and I also uh, have created a few activities at the end of every session so that uh, it's fun. So I've been doing that for about um, five years now ever since I got to Luxembourg that's when uh, I finished uh, designing my course so it's been going on for a while now yeah. So first of all what's the name of your Facebook group? My Facebook group is called The Law of Attraction and Manifestation uh, by Sindhu. Yeah, I can send you the link after this. Yes, please. Yes. Um, So tell me a little bit about, um, so first I want to hear about the the five-day course. Mm -hmm. So tell me if if I were to, well, first of all, where do I sign up for the five-day course? Uh, you can second, send me a DM. Yeah. Go okay. Ahead, a DM on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, um, if you sign up for a five day course, what do you get? How long, how long are the days? What do you cover? How does that look? Yeah. So typically it's five sessions and uh, I like doing one session every 10 days because there are activities that I give to my clients after they're done with one session. And one thing that I'm really particular is the fact that they should meditate every day or whatever I told them to do every day. They should be pretty punctual and pretty regular with the whole thing. But I understand that life can get busy and not everybody can keep up with their schedule. Uh, so ideally, yeah, I would like to do one session every 10 days, but sometimes it's one session every two weeks. Sometimes it's one session every three weeks. But yeah, as long as you're fairly consistent, I'm good. And each session is how long? Each session is about 20 to 25 minutes. Okay. I uh, do them over Google. And uh, yes, so uh, one interesting thing that I have noticed in these sessions is that a lot of people actually like just chatting, uh, you know, and not calling. So I do them over chat, which mm-hmm. uh, does seem to work for a lot of people because I realize that when they are speaking to you about their uh, personal problems or things that, you know, they don't really want to share with the outside world, they're just comfortable being behind the screen and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of texting and chatting with me. So each session is about 20 to 25 minutes, which uh, to them and to me is a good time uh, limit. And then I also give them activities, which kind of takes up some time over the next week, 10 days for them. You mentioned meditation. Why is meditation so important? Uh, I think meditation is super important because it helps you relax. It helps you cut off from your phone or your work or whatever you're doing. Um, And it helps you concentrate and focus on what you truly want to attract. So there are certain uh, meditation prompts uh, or, you know, ways to meditate that I teach them. And it also becomes very enjoyable. So I think that is something that definitely helps you kickstart your day the right way. So, and so kickstart your day, you think meditation in the morning, first thing in the morning is the best practice. Definitely, definitely. So what I tell my clients is, yes, it's important to visualize and meditate upon the things that you really want to attract in your life. And if you can do it in the morning, I mean, I understand that not everybody can do it in the morning, but my advice would be if you can do it in the morning, nothing like it, because I think it's very important to uh, start your day on a good note. And meditation can definitely help achieve that because I'm a big proponent of somebody waking up and spending at least an hour by themselves and not rushing into things because everybody's in a hurry in the morning. So yeah, maybe you could try it out. You wake up at five in the morning. (laughs) I do. uh, I'm an early bird. I'm (laughs) an early bird. That's great. That's great. (laughs) Okay. So I want to, I want to drill down on on manifestation a little bit because, Mm -hmm. um, a couple things. First of all, let's talk about what's, what's achievable and not achievable so mm-hmm. it's what I, I listen i'm one of these people who believes that everything happens for a good reason yeah um that everything um 
everything there's a positive or a silver lining in almost even the bad things that happen. I believe that, mm-hmm. but um, you can't manifest everything. You know, if you if you decide, you know, I want I want you know a hundred million dollars next week, and you're mm-hmm. you're um, mm-hmm. uh, you know you're nowhere near that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, or um, God forbid you, you have an incurable disease, you can't all of yeah. a sudden be be cured. So hmm. so tell me first before I get into my personal manifestation challenges, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about like what you know how you coach people to understand the what what's reasonable and achievable and what what's unrealistic. Yeah, so the thing is, uh, you know, another uh, thing that people come to me with, how do I manifest a particular kind of body? It's all, mm. you know, the, right. the same thing. I tell them that it's very important, firstly, to write down goals that are achievable, mm-hmm. you know. And the way law of attraction comes in is the fact that when you want to achieve something, firstly, you split up your goals and have smaller goals. And you have to work hard. Uh, you know, that's non-negotiable. So, for example, somebody wants to lose 10 kgs, you know, they probably start with 5 kgs and they also have to work out. They have to eat healthy. There's no way that they can manic- uh, magically manifest a dream body or magically manifest a certain amount of money. So, uh, you know, I tell them to kind of split their goals into small things and also work hard. And where the law of attraction slash manifestation comes in is as a top up, it's like the icing on the cake. Uh, you know, so you have to work hard. You have to kind of explore your options, uh, even practically. But with some people, they might do all of that, but they might still be negative. You know, that's when they are not able to reach their goals. So if you start small and you keep working on yourself and top it up with the law of attraction, then it's easier to achieve your goals. So yeah, hard work is super important. And you also need to, for example, uh, when I was reading the book, The Secret, right? Rhonda spoke about her sister or somebody moving countries, you know, and you have to start doing the things that you can. For example, the sister shut her bank account. She, uh, you know, actually did these practical things that enabled her to move countries. She just didn't sit and meditate. So, yeah, you have to do whatever you can from your end. And then the law of attraction is a top up that helps you eventually get to your goals. So, you know, when people say the power of positive thinking, that that that's really a thing. But but yeah. you know, you you have to you have to view it within realistic boundaries, if you will. Exactly, exactly. And I think realistic boundaries are very important because when you start doing that, that's when you start manifesting things and you get the motivation to do more. Uh, because somebody say they want to drop a dress size from an XL to a to an S. You know, it can't happen immediately. It has to be consistency. It has to be workouts. It has to be a good diet and the law of attraction, of course. And, you know, you keep thinking positive things. So it happens slowly. Maybe they'll drop their dress size from XL to an L and then get more motivation to go further down. So it's uh, small steps and uh, a lot of hard work and so, the law of attraction. So turn, so turning this on its head, what, what we might be saying in a way mm-hmm. is there are people who actually have achievable goals. Who mm-hmm. don't who don't achieve those goals because they simply don't take don't take the time to think positively. Don't take yeah. the time, don't take the time to focus on what they really want and actually do what it takes to make it happen. Instead, they'll sit there and say, Oh, that can never happen. And that's the end exactly. of Exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. I've seen a lot of people do that. I mean, they're hard workers, uh, you know, their goals are completely achievable, but they're constantly negative about it. They're so cynical that it never lets them get to their goals. And they also keep comparing themselves with other people saying, oh, so many people can do it. But sadly, I can't, you know, and uh, that's also one thing that I teach people, you know, in a nutshell, basically, if somebody else is doing something, shift your perspective, you know, if they can do it, tell yourself so can i instead of saying oh my oh my god so many people are able to do it but i'm not able to do it so i think it's the little things that matter sometimes you know because if so many people out there are getting to a goal then there's no reason you can't okay so now let's let, let's shift to my personal manifestation challenges if you will okay yeah so I often talk to people in these positive terms. I, mm -hmm. you know, I'm in the position, um, both at work and in my family and in my personal life, where at my stage of the game, a lot of people come mm -hmm. to me for advice. A lot of people mm -hmm. um, ask me my opinion, and I often put this positive spin on it. I often put the law of attraction into my conversation. However, mm -hmm. um, I may not be as good at it in my own life mm -hmm. as, as i can be so um someone comes to me with with a a problem or a challenge or a goal and we talk about the things that you're talking about and mm -hmm. um yet i have achievable goals and achievable challenges and mm -hmm. i get in my own way i think sometimes it's almost a um a form of anxiety that I'm almost protecting mm -hmm. myself from the yeah. disappointment of it not happening by, by mm -hmm. letting negative thoughts creep into my mind or creep into my actions. Whereas if I let it go and I, I don't let those, those defenses creep up, mm -hmm. I, I would probably have an easier time achieving my desires and my goals. So how do you deal with people like that? Because I believe it. I just sometimes can't get out of my own way. Uh, this is something that I've been talking a lot about on Instagram recently, you know. So there's something that I'd like to highlight. There's something called toxic positivity that's doing the rounds on Instagram. For example, there are these uh, pages that tell you to be positive all the time. Uh, they tell you that, oh my God, there's no space to be disappointed. There's no space for any negative energy and so on. And I believe that toxic positivity is really bad. I believe that it's perfectly normal because we as human beings are not designed to be happy all the time. So I tell my clients that if you're feeling negative every now and then, or, you know, if there are these negative uh, thoughts that are uh, coming up in your head, even after you've uh, practiced and started uh, meditating daily, it's perfectly normal. And this really, really helps them because I tell them it's perfectly okay to not be okay. Uh, for example, I've had clients who've started meditating or uh, practicing the law of attraction. And within a few days of doing it consistently, something bad happens or something that they didn't expect happens. So I tell them that it's perfectly normal. You have to sit back, relax, and let the universe do its thing. And for some reason, if you're feeling really overwhelmed on some day, take a break, go for a walk, go hit the gym, or do something that makes you feel really good. Uh, you know, it's also perfectly normal to take a break from manifesting or meditating for a day or two, and then you get back into the groove. So the fact that they can take breaks and still achieve their goals is what makes them feel good because they don't have to constantly be on it or constantly be positive. So I tell them to embrace the anxiety. I tell them to embrace the fact that they're feeling negative every now and then. And this really helps my clients. So. 
what you're so what you're really so let me make sure i understand this so i'm trying to think mm -hmm. of a person a personal situation so yeah. um i have a friend mm -hmm. who i really really this friend means a lot to me this friendship okay. means a lot to me and i feel mm -hmm. like our friendship is is not achieving what it would it's not it's not where it can be mm -hmm. we can mm -hmm. be closer we can okay we, we, the, our relationship um as friends can take on a lot more meaning okay um but i'm i'm deathly afraid of of raising it because i don't want to lose what i already have so let's mm -hmm. say mm -hmm. so let's say that this this friendship is at a a has the potential of being a 10 out of 10 mm -hmm. and today it's hovering between a seven and an eight mm -hmm. and i feel like i can't come up with a way to break the break through to to, mm -hmm. uh, to talk about the mm -hmm. things that would make our friendship more of a a, a 10 or a nine or a 10 mm -hmm without without risk without risk of losing okay. losing the relationship okay. completely or having it deteriorate mm -hmm. so um, mm -hmm. i avoid it i've been avoiding it for for a mm -hmm. long time mm -hmm. and i really don't know what to do i'm really okay. stuck this is a real mm -hmm. somebody i care a lot about a really good friend someone who's been a good friend for a long time but but, but okay. we, we can take this relationship further and i know it would be a lot more meaningful to me i think it would be a okay. lot more meaningful to him as well mm -hmm. what do i do what do i how do i get out of how do i get out of this really deep conflict uh, in case you're experiencing a deep conflict and, you know, there are people who come to me uh, with similar situations, I mean, in relationships, etc. What I tell them is to switch off and take two days off mm -hmm. because a lot of times what they ultimately want is peace of mind over the whole situation, you know, mm -hmm. no matter how it goes. Mm -hmm. So I tell them, take these two days off and then write down what you really want because uh, writing things down on a journal really helps. And once they think about it, they realize what they actually want, whether it's the friendship to go in a particular direction or whether it's, you know, to get the best situation that gives you the maximum peace of mind. So then they write about their ideal situation and then they visualize the ideal situation, you know, which gives them eventually a lot of peace of mind. And then the universe does its thing. So this is uh, what I normally suggest. Because I've come across situations that are similar. The only difference is that you spoke about a friendship and a lot of people who speak to me, uh, it's about their personal relationship. So, you know, a, a lot of times people come to me and they ask me, you know, how do I, uh, you know, make my relationship with my partner better? Or how do I attract uh, this particular person? And then I tell them, don't focus on that person. Focus on the feeling that you will get out of the relationship instead. And it makes things easier. So... <laughs> You you yeah. really you really touch on an interesting point. So mm. I I overthink. I, mm -hmm. I I overthink. Things. I used to as well. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I turn it around, and I over I I look at it different angles, and and this mm -hmm. is one of the places I'm stuck. So this friend mm -hmm. of mine, um, part of me is saying. Um, you know, there's an old saying. There's an old saying that you hear. You hear therapists. Mm -hmm. You see. Um, mm -hmm. You see it on um, social media. It's um, mm -hmm. you can't control other people. You can only control yeah. how you respond. Yourself, to those how people. you respond. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've been back and forth about this friendship. And and mm -hmm. do I do I just have a conversation? Hope mm -hmm. that he hope that he embraces it and that we move onward and upward. Or mm -hmm. is the or, or is this mostly in my head? 
am I mostly just wanting this this um to talk about certain things that we don't talk about and to do things mm-hmm. that we don't talk to do but mm-hmm. that's not but that's not really it it's not it's not the mm-hmm. it's not the conversations it's not the activities that we share as mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. it's the um it's how i feel deep in my own heart about it mm-hmm. so it, when you say write things down or or, or think about what you yeah. really want that to me, Sindhu, might be the, mm-hmm. perhaps the most important part of this project because mm-hmm. getting that right will really dictate how this how this all um, ends up at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. how do you spend time with someone? Because you know that could be a blockage, right? Someone sitting yeah. there and saying, "I know what I want. I want to be able to have this friend that we do these activities and we talk about these deep issues that." Mm-hmm. And really, the really, it's not about the activities or or talking about the issues. It's how you feel about the issues mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how you fe- how you attack your own challenges. How do you guide a person to get there? To get you know, writing down what's re- what you really want to get out of it. How how to get to that? How to get to that mm-hmm. root? The root feeling, that root desire. How do you do that? Uh, what I would suggest to deal with a situation like this is after you're done journaling, right? So when people want to uh, get onto a certain path with a friendship or a relationship, they write down what they want. But I tell them to not start meditating upon it unless they're sure about what they want, because these things can also change. Because, you know, especially with overthinkers today, they probably want to approach a friendship in a certain way, or they want to clear their blockages in a certain way. So I tell them, take about three to four days. You know, you don't have to meditate and work on it immediately. And after those four days, think about what you really want. And what happens once you meditate or think about these thoughts is you have your eyes shut, right? And you're meditating and visualizing uh, visualizing an ideal situation about the whole thing. And what happens within a week or two after visualizing on this friendship is you get a lot of answers when you're meditating upon it, which is quite interesting because the mind, right, is a great director. So the more you think about something, you know, you actually see a visual, um, uh, you know, approach to the entire problem when you're meditating upon it. There are certain meditation techniques that I teach people, but when you spend time on it, I mean, 21 days is actually a great time for me because I read it somewhere that when you do something for 21 days, it becomes a habit. So I have seen that a lot of people, when they meditate upon what they truly want over the course of 21 days or even two weeks, sometimes they begin to see more clarity. So it's uh, just consistency, really. And when they do that, they also it be- things become more clear because sometimes you may be thinking too much, but when you're visualizing, you know, the actual picture just comes in front of you and then you go towards it. So this meditating on uh, yeah. meditating and visualizing, I, I, I understand. And let, let me, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about that. So I like to meditate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when it comes to meditation, um, I'm at a bit of a blockage and let me tell you yeah. where I am. Okay, okay. So one, what I've learned through meditation is the ability to clear, clear my head. And that doesn't mean mm-hmm. push, that doesn't mean push thoughts out of my head for me okay. personally. Mm-hmm. It helps, it helps me when I meditate to clearly see that t- what yeah. thoughts come in my head mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and in what form do they come in and to really observe them. Because I feel like if you don't pause and meditate, mm-hmm. 
yeah. a lot of shit comes flying in your brain and you can't absolutely, think, and, absolutely, and, and, and yeah. you can't you can't you don't even really mm-hmm. know where it's all coming from and it just mm-hmm. hits you physically it shuts you mm-hmm. down what have you mm-hmm. so meditation has helped me with that right mm-hmm. so then you talked about um meditating on a result or meditating on a a, an issue and visualizing Mm -hmm. tell me tell me how my i can use my meditation more productively because i feel like all i do right now is quiet my brain focus on my thinking it certainly helps me in the middle of the day when i end up in a stressful situation to meditate on it for a few minutes to mm-hmm. just get the stress level down to get the stress level down to, to get that the, the brain to slow down and and and, and quiet itself but you're mm-hmm. talking about using it in a really positive way to visualize yeah. a result to to see a result so help me bridge the gap there because this is this is something yeah. i really want to practice Okay, so there's uh, there's, uh, something called the Abraham Hicks uh, 17 seconds meditation that I teach a lot of people. So in a nutshell, what they say is when you set a timer and focus just exactly 17 seconds on a particular thought, you have to make sure that nothing else comes into your head except the thought that you're focusing on in those 17 seconds. So you can either do 17 or multiples of 17, but I would uh, suggest with starting with uh, 17 seconds, start with a really short time and make sure you don't think of anything else because so much thought is actually enough ultimately to manifest what you really want. So set a timer. And what I would say is, you know, with a lot of people who meditate for longer times or, you know, their mind drifts or uh, they're thinking Mm -hmm. about different things and uh, eventually, you know, it's useless, uh, the entire thing, why they started meditation. So I would say 17 seconds, but make sure you don't think of anything else in those 17 seconds and start this, you know, set a timer. That would be the easiest thing to do. And once you can meditate without thinking about anything else, eventually increase it to 34 seconds and so on. But yeah, this is a very, very effective tool uh, that I personally practice and I teach my clients as well. So try it out for sure. So does this exercise begin with that mm-hmm. thought process of what do I really want? So going back to my friend, yes. I, mm-hmm. so, so, so I do need to spend some time thinking because you already, you already triggered something for me. So this friend of mine and I, and I, I mean, he's been my friend for a long time, but mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. to have, I would like to have more meaningful personal conversations. Yeah. We tend to talk mm-hmm. about sports. We okay. tend to talk about, our children. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we don't talk about our deep feelings that, mm-hmm. you know, in our personal lives, in our brains, in our, in mm-hmm. our business lives, our business lives, we talk about like work is hard, but we don't get into yeah. it. Right. And okay. I feel like, um, you know, this is a friend that I will go out in social groups with, we'll go mm-hmm. out with families, we'll go mm-hmm. out um, to a sporting event, but we mm-hmm. won't go like sit down one-on-one and have a meal or have a beer or have a okay. coffee, have a coffee mm-hmm. and, and talk about deeper things. So mm-hmm. one of the things you said on this call was, um, Mitch, I'd like you to what, understand what, what do you really want? Really is, want, it, yeah. is, it, is it really you want to have coffee with your friend and you want to talk about, I don't know, you want to talk about your deep feelings about mm-hmm. uh, getting, uh, retar- uh, getting older or, mm-hmm. your de- or your deep feelings about 
your personal life with your 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 spouse is is that mm-hmm. what you really want or do you really mm-hmm. want to resolve those issues so, so are there particular things that you, is it did you yeah. really want to sit down and have coffee and talk mm-hmm. or is it that there are issues you want to talk about that you really want to mm-hmm. address so yeah. to me the the the, the biggest challenge is this understand what you really want before mm-hmm. you get to the meditation, before you get to the action, this understand mm-hmm. you really want. To me, there's a huge challenge there, Sindhu. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you, and, and so I, I think I'm, that's going to be my biggest challenge. How do I get mm-hmm. to that? So when, so when you said take a few days bra- break, okay, yeah. that's easy. I understand that for yeah. sure. Um, when you talked about meditating on it, Help me understand where you'd start your meditation, especially for 17 seconds. That's a very short mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So you start meditating. Do you start meditating? I want to have a closer relationship with Joe. I want to have a closer relationship with Joe. Is that it? Or is it really um, you have to come up with this? What do I really want first? Because it's really, I want to resolve this inner fear I have about going to the next chapter of my life from a, from mm-hmm. a you know, mm-hmm. whatever perspective. Mm-hmm. Is, so do I need to, so when I start meditating, where do I start meditating? That's really the uh, question. Yeah. So the thing about the 17 seconds meditation is that it's just a starting point. So, you know, you do the 17 seconds meditation just so you can concentrate on one single point. Eventually the time increases. You know, and you're also thinking more in depth about what you really want from the relationship. It's just an exercise that really helps people to focus on what they want. You know, and once they start focusing on what they want, they can also think clearly with time. So you can probably do the 17 seconds meditation and focus on a thriving friendship for starters. And then as you increase the time limit to meditate, you get into details about how you clear the blockages, about what kind of friendship do you share, about the things that, you know, you guys discuss when you meet and so on. So I would say this is a great starting point to make sure that, you know, you're getting started off on the right note, because even on Instagram, I speak a lot about baby steps. I think it's very important to start small and then eventually get into uh, the deeper throes of what you really want from a friendship, uh, from a relationship, etc. So uh, when you can focus on something without getting distracted for 17 seconds, to me, that's personally very big because I know for a fact that once you can focus on something without getting distracted for 17 seconds, you find purpose in uh, the relationship that you want to find. And then eventually with longer stretches of meditation and visualization, you can actually visualize and eventually set into action what you really want. So let's talk about a simpler, a simpler goal. If you can, mm-hmm. so let, let's so we're, we um, we're we're recording this session in January. Mm-hmm. People are thinking yeah. about New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, a common New Year's resolution is about um, wellness, whether it's fitness or diet, for example. Mm-hmm. And people will sit there and they'll say, "I want to lose a certain amount of weight." Yeah, and yeah. to me. Um, Let's say they have good reason, whether it's okay. um, whether it's um, a diabetes or a high mm-hmm. blood pressure, or maybe mm-hmm. it's um, the ability for to be mobile and and and, yeah. and to play with their children on the floor or mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a good reason. So they want to. Yeah. It's not just I want to lose weight, full stop, because there's a number on the mm-hmm. scale. Maybe there's a good mm-hmm. life reason. Absolutely, um, yeah. But losing weight, going on a diet, New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. fail, right? Because because. Yeah. You, 
but, let, but how how can we use um, manifestation to achieve some really fundamental goals that so many people are looking for with good reason? How do we how do we how do we bridge those two gaps? So there are two main things when you're using the law of attraction to lose weight or get fitter. The first one is smaller goals, attainable goals, which I am really big on because I believe that if somebody wants to drop five dress sizes, it's not going to happen immediately. And the very fact that, you know, nothing is happening may only create more resentment and uh, it might just demotivate people to just get off the entire radar and go back to their unhealthy habits. So the first thing I would say is to set attainable goals. For example, if your dress size is in Excel, Look at getting to an L first before getting to an S. <laughs> and the second thing is a lot of people use the law of attraction without working hard. They think it's magic. No, it's definitely not magic because if you want to lose weight or uh, become fitter this year, you have to work out. You have to have a certain kind of diet. Where the law of attraction comes in is like the icing on the cake. It's that ultimate positive step that really helps people who probably have a very negative mindset. Maybe they see people losing weight around them and they keep telling themselves, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be able to do this, despite the fact that they may be taking care of their diet or their workouts. So what you need is small attainable goals. You also need to work hard and take care of your diet and workouts and also use the law of attraction. So it's basically a unique combination of the three that helps you lose weight little by little. And also, you know, it really helps if you do some reading about how much it takes to lose weight or, you know, get in shape. It's a lot of work and it's also consistency is super important. So yeah, if they keep going at it, they can definitely get to where they want to be. And I think most people slip because they're not consistent and they're negative. So yeah. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to put the, so this is great. So first of all, yeah. first of all, you know, the, the thing about you, Sin, is you've got a wonderful you've got a wonderful way about you like like I, I just speaking with you and sharing with you on the on this podcast episode a little bit about my personal challenges uh -huh. just wanting to enhance my relationships etc um yeah. <clears throat> just shows Thank you, you. Mm -hmm. yeah, i mean you, you just have a really <laughs> good way about you so um i want to wrap up this session by by just confirming the best way to connect with you and mm -hmm. your thoughts, because you mentioned DM, you mentioned your Facebook group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so are there going to be people who are listening to this that say, I want a little bit more. I want a little yeah. bit more. So tell me, how, tell me how they do that. Well, Instagram is something that I have been on a lot mm -hmm. uh, these days. I also post content on a daily basis. So it okay. would be amazing if you guys could uh, send me a DM, uh, you know, or uh, follow me, uh, whatever you guys like, or save some of my posts on Instagram. I'm on at Life Coaching with Sin. I'm going to okay. repeat that at Life Coaching with Sin, S I N. So that's the best way to reach me. And the name of the Facebook group again? So the Facebook group, uh, you know, I'm not super active on it. So okay. hence Instagram, but yeah, it's still called Law of Attraction and Manifestation by Sin. So okay. it's there, but I do most of uh, my activity and most of my content sharing on uh, Instagram. So, so, so yeah. Instagram is the best way to find you. Instagram is the best way, indeed. Fantastic. Yeah. So thank you so much. I don't be surprised if you hear from me about this um, five five um, session uh, course with you, because part of me feels like um, we've touched on something. You and I've touched on yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I feel like with a little bit of practice, I can I can take the positivity that I often um, am very quick to give other people, 
do a better job of applying it to my own life with a little bit of it help would be you. my pleasure to do this with you mitch yeah so anytime you want let me know great well thank you again for joining me today i really appreciate you taking the time and i really my appreciate pleasure. your approach my pleasure when would it go live i'd love to know on your uh, page uh i'm guessing it's going to be sometime in march i think Super. it's most likely in march that sounds great but i will give you a heads pleasure. up for sure please do please do i would love to share it on my handles as well that's why okay cindy thank you again Excellent. i really appreciate thank it thank you mitch same here and care. have a lovely day ahead you too so that was my conversation with Sindhu, and you can see that I was pausing quite a few times and thinking through what she was telling me. So it was a bit of a coaching session for me live on the podcast because I was thinking through how do I actually make things that I wish would happen happen. And it takes work, but it starts with a positive mindset. In fact, I keep thinking about I when I ride, I ride my bicycle, and when I first started riding bicycles, uh, road bike with a group of people, the only, the advice that was given to me was communicate with the people around you. That's the first thing. But the second thing was keep your eye on where you want to go. So if you keep your eye on a pothole and say don't hit the pothole, you're going to run right into the pothole. But if you see a pothole up ahead and you look to the side of that pothole and you say, I want my bicycle to go here, your bicycle will go there. Simple analogy, but the same thing holds true here. If you start with, with a, a positive mindset, if you start with a good result in mind, you're much more likely to achieve that good result. You know, I also play golf, and I, I play with some very good golfers. I am not one of them. And they always tell me, stand behind the ball and visualize where you want your shot to go. Hold that thought in your head, and you have a much better chance of having the ball go there. And that is my simple explanation of manifestation using the laws of attraction. Positive mindset, some fairly well-executed actions, and the result you'll get is what you envision. So, Sin, thank you so much. Um, I do really appreciate your thoughts. I now follow you on Instagram, and I get positive thoughts and, and posts from you every day, and it makes me happy. So thank you for that. For the rest of my listeners, this is the Meet Mediocrity Podcast Season 5, Episode 12, the 97th episode. Episode 100 is right around the corner. Please continue to stay positive as we're, as we're reaching the closing weeks of winter. Um, stay positive and be well and keep smiling. Spring is right around the corner. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>